0: You're listening to episode 206 of the Room to Grow podcast. stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about speaking up more and really voicing your opinion. Um, and why right now there's never actually been a better time to do that. <laughs> might seem like the opposite, but I, I promise I have reasoning to back this up. <laughs> okay. And uh, before we dive into that, I did want to remind you that the Speak Your Truth Academy, my brand new program, is opening the doors on Tuesday, May 19th. So I do have a wait list set up that you can jump onto. This program is going to be unlike anything I've ever offered before. Um, a ton of personal coaching from me, uh, within the context of a small group as well. Super supportive, kind of like a mastermind. It, all the details are going to be coming out shortly, but I'm really, really excited about this. I cannot wait to share the details. So if you want to be the first to know what, make sure to jump on the waitlist there. And I'll also be giving information uh, specifically to the waitlist that won't be available anywhere else either, um, bonuses and all that type of stuff. So make sure to jump on that. Um, all of the details are in the show notes. You can jump over there or go to roomtogrowpodcast.com and you can grab all of the details uh, and information there as well. Okay. So let's get into this. Um, listen, I'm just going to be straight up with you. <laughs> you are definitely going to piss some people off when you start being more vocal with your opinions. And this is why a lot of us aren't vocal with our opinions. This is why so many of us just kind of keep the peace and fly under the radar a little bit and stay quiet and go along with things that we don't necessarily agree with for the sake of being agreeable. And the reason why this is such a problem is because we end up being resentful. We end up getting very resentful of the people around us that we are not speaking our truth to. Uh, we end up being resentful of ourselves for not speaking up, for not standing up for what we believe in. And, that that affects us in far more ways than we even realize. And when it comes time to actually speaking up, yeah, you might piss some people off. But you want that to happen because you also have to repel people to make room for the ones who are right for you, too. And there are risks with that, just like anything else, but what's the alternative? Because otherwise you're simply showing up as a shadow of yourself to please people that you don't even necessarily like. And If we're talking from a business standpoint, I I see this so often in business where people are afraid to voice their opinions because they're afraid that they'll lose customers. Well, if you're voicing your opinions and those people don't line up with your opinions anyway, they were probably never going to buy from you in the first place. And if they were going to buy from you, were they really going to be a good fit? Like I would rather turn away the people who aren't going to be the right fit in order to make room for the ones who are. And that applies just as much in our personal lives as it does in our professional lives as well. I've always thought of myself as unfiltered, very unfiltered. Um, I am direct to the point of unintentionally offending people. Um, I I step on toes sometimes. <laughs> I, I create some waves when I don't even necessarily intend to. And the people closest to me have all kind of Confirmed that, that yes, I I am pretty unfiltered. I'm fairly widely thought of as unfiltered. But this whole situation that we're in has really shone a light on some spaces that made me think about that a little bit more closely. And it made me realize that I've been more filtered than I thought I had been. Just not wanting to step on too many toes or risk being disliked, pushing too many buttons, all of those things have held me back. And I spent nine years in a relationship where, much as I always remained a huge personality, I chose to water myself down, and I made that choice for a partner who occasionally found me to be too much, because I wanted to be loved. I wanted to fit in. I, I didn't want to rock the boat too much. And I was reminded of of this recently when a, a longtime girlfriend of mine, she's known me for more than twenty years, so long before this this uh, relationship ever started. She, she said that I had been a more muted version of myself the past few years to the point of being downright eerily calm and quiet in the months that followed my ending that long-term relationship due to infidelity and, and all of that. And when I came home from traveling, um, back at Christmas, when I came back to Canada, uh, at Christmas time, before I went back to Bali again, she said that it was as though I had finally stepped back into the full technicolor version of myself that she'd always known from long before I ever got involved with my foreign partner and in bigger ways than ever before. And I have felt that to my absolute core. And what's interesting is that even though I have felt myself coming back more towards being more and more unfiltered again, I still could kind of sense in, in this whole situation, this whole global situation that I had kind of been holding myself back a little bit. And when I started thinking about it, I thought about when you ask people what they would tell a younger version of themselves, if they could give, you know, a younger version of themselves advice. One of the most common answers that I've ever heard is to assure their younger selves to go ahead with whatever it is they want to do without stressing so much over the opinions of others. And this has been backed up. There's a a woman named Bronnie Ware, who is an Australian nurse, and she spent several years working in palliative care. And basically, she was caring for patients in the last few weeks and and days of their lives. Um, She ended up coming out with a book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And the number one regret was, quote, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me, unquote. That shakes me to my very core. When when you really think about that, no one wants to get to the end of their lives and have those kinds of thoughts and regrets. That, to, you know, to, to look back and to realize that there were so many things that you could have done and all of the what-ifs that you didn't fulfill simply because you were afraid of somebody else's opinion. And that, there, there's... I, I never want to, to live that way. I, I never want to get to the end of my life and, and to think that, to think about all of the things that I, I could have said, um, stood up for done, you know, whatever it was, but essentially I was living for someone or, or, or somebody else. I don't want to live that way. I don't think that most of us want to live that way. So what I want to encourage you to do is instead of worrying about what everyone else is thinking of you, Why don't you go ahead and start the podcast or launch the business or speak up with an unpopular opinion, turn that idea in the back of your head into something bigger than you could ever imagine, have the kind of impact that you've barely even dreamed to, to think about. And most importantly, to communicate more clearly in your relationships and to ask for what you really want. There are a number of episodes that I'm going to reference here that I think could be really powerful that will tie in with this. Uh, One of them is episode 152 um about harnessing your creativity and switching from consumer to creator that really goes into how a lot of us can end up sort of following others and and getting stuck in comparison traps and it's really important to start to focus on your own stuff your own thoughts your your own opinions first and foremost um episode 108 about how to set boundaries and the key to healthy relationships and episode 196 Uh, sex, single life, and social distancing and managing trust issues and boundaries with my friend, Steph Connolly. That's another really great one talking about communication and clarity in how we speak to others and, and how we communicate our needs to the people closest to us. I want you to do the things that you can feel you were meant to do because you were never designed to live a small life. There has never been a better time to speak up because we are all doing things imperfectly right now. That's the beauty of this. No one knows what we're doing. <laughs> all of the, the guidebooks have been thrown out the window. Nobody knows right from, you know, nobody knows up from down. We do know right from wrong. I don't want to, to imply that, but nobody knows, you know, up from down. It, there are strong emotions that are being brought out of us. We're having to communicate differently. It, this is really stirring something. And the best part about that is that because everyone is doing everything imperfectly, you can't really go wrong in a lot of ways. And I don't want you to allow fear to take over right now because there is so much fear in the world right now that it's very easy to get sucked down that hole. So you might start to have more clarity and, and, you know, start to realize maybe where you've been filtering yourself and where you need to have better communication or or all of that. But it can be very easy, and can happen in a split second, where the fear starts to take over. And I've I've been there. I've I've had that even just in the past few weeks. You know, I'll have an idea or a thought, and it's as though if I don't act on it right away, then the fear from 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 within starts to shut it down. It's like, oh no, no, that's a stupid idea. Don't do that. What are you thinking? I want you to continue to take action and to push through that and do what you need to do to protect yourself and your energy and and to protect that spark of an idea that you have within you to keep it burning to keep it alive. And that might mean putting up more boundaries with certain people in your life or limiting, you know, new consumption or, or other types of content that you you normally consume. Particularly anything that will lead to a comparison trap. That's a really dangerous road to go down and I've also fallen down that that hole more times than I can count where I will have, you know, this great idea and then I I start seeing what other people are up to and I'm like, oh, maybe my idea isn't so great. That isn't true. You have a unique voice and a unique set of experiences that no one else in the world has. And you are having this idea for a reason because you see a need for it and you know that you are capable of doing it. You know that you are deep down. When you push past the the fear, when you pull it all away, you know that you are capable of it. And this is a, a big part of why I I launched this second podcast as well, the the What the Fuck is Happening podcast, because I didn't want to be filtered anymore. And one of the the episodes, episode three, uh, my co host Sarah and I end up talking about our greatest fears, and mortality came up as a part of what we discussed. So it made me think about what I was talking about earlier with you know the the greatest regrets of of the dying, and we're being given a reminder about our own mortality right now that is impossible to ignore and having to stay away from loved ones and and all of that. It's putting a whole lot of things into very clear perspective. And I hope that you take advantage of that. And that's what I'm, I'm encouraging you to do because I want you to use that reminder that we don't have unlimited time here. We, there, there isn't always going to be an excuse where you can say, I'll do it tomorrow because eventually we won't always have a tomorrow and we don't know when those tomorrows will end. And I don't want to, to take this super morbid or, or anything like that, but I do think that it's a really powerful reminder that can be the kick in the ass that we need to do the things that we know we're meant to do and to change the relationships that we're in. I'm not even saying break them off. I'm saying that maybe we need to to change the rules a little bit and to have better communication with the relationships, with the people that we are in relationships in, platonic, romantic, otherwise, whatever that looks like, to lead to greater happiness on all sides. And yes, sometimes you will piss people off. Just like I said at the beginning, you are going to piss people off when you so-called change the rules because people aren't always prepared for that and might not be thinking about things the same way as you. And it does mean that there are going to be times where you have to leave people behind in order to move forward to where you know you're meant to go. But ultimately, isn't the pain of that worth it in the long run? And, and it's not easy. I'm not saying that it's easy, but I have been in that space. Where I was with someone, and this is just one example of of many that I could give, but this is the the most glaringly obvious example in my life where I was with someone for nine years and cutting away pieces of myself to continue to make that relationship work and to continue to try and find happiness within it, even though deep down I, I didn't realize it until after I was out of that relationship, but deep down, looking back, I now realize that I knew that that was not the relationship that I needed to be in. But I pushed it down and I settled and I, I kept the peace and I didn't say the things that I needed to say in order to maintain a relationship that was doing what it, it wasn't furthering me towards a a greater goal. It wasn't, it wasn't making me nearly as happy as I thought it was. And we can only do what what we know with the information that we have in that exact moment. But I want you to start thinking about things in a little bit different light and to start thinking about these regrets that we hear about when people are are saying, you know, at the end of their lives that their biggest regret is wishing that they had the courage to live a life that was more true to themselves instead of what others expected of them none of this is easy. I'm not saying that any of this is easy. It takes a huge amount. That's why people are talking about courage there, because it takes a lot of courage to live the life that you know you're meant to live, particularly when it's one that doesn't necessarily meet societal standards or stereotypical societal standards. Like, you know, uh, go, go to high school, go to college, um, go get the, the white collar job or whatever. Married 2.5 kids in the white picket house. We all know that that's what the, the so-called societal standard is. And anything that deviates from that, people don't really understand. The number of times that I have to explain what I do for a living to people who don't understand it and think that it's the most bizarre thing they've ever heard, <laughs> I'm sure that that will continue to happen <laughs> a lot more in the future as well. I, I, you know, it's changing. People are starting to understand things like that a little bit more. But the fact that I, you know, even like, am, am a, I mean, at the moment, I'm not traveling, obviously, because of the situation that we're in. But overall, that I travel a huge amount uh, on, on my own around the globe and all these different things, it, the, the life that I have created for myself at this point is not conventional. It does not meet conventional standards. But I've also reached the point of not giving a fuck. And I give far more fucks about being happier in, in the life that I have created for myself and doing what makes me happy and fulfills me and allows me to have a positive impact on others, not just from a business standpoint, but just from from the standpoint of of the people closest to me. I I always want to be able to have a positive impact on, on people close to me. If I can fulfill all of that, then I don't really care about the societal standards that I'm being held to and asked about And being told that I'm doing things wrong by not meeting those standards. I already lived that life. I already lived the conventional life and it didn't work for me. And I'm not saying that it won't again in the future, but at the moment I'm living the life that I need to live and that I can feel myself being pulled to regardless of other people's opinions. And again, this is going to look so different for everyone. I'm not saying, you know, (laughs) uproot your entire life and like drop everything and burn everything in the ground the way I did. I I had like some unusual circumstances and I, I chose to make some potentially somewhat unusual choices with those circumstances to get to where I am right now. And they just happen to be the right ones for me. They are not the right ones for everyone. What I really want to underscore here is to stop being so concerned about other people's opinions, because even though it's hard, you are the one that has to look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. You are the one who has to live with the regrets of not living the life that you want to live and, and speaking up when you know that you want to speak up and voicing your opinions and doing something a little bit differently, shaking it up a little bit in a way that feels true to you. So I hope that this encourages you to move forward, to progress a little bit in whatever way that's going to look for you and to remind you of the courage that I know you already have. You already have it within you. It's just a matter of actually using it. And I can also promise you that the people that you think are so concerned with what you're doing in your life, they aren't nearly as concerned about your life as they are with their own. So even though people will make comments, people will have opinions that we don't necessarily want to hear. People will say things that aren't even necessarily always very nice when we make choices that make other people uncomfortable. At the end of the day, they still care far more about their own lives than about yours. So keep that in mind that even though it can sting when somebody says something, makes some sort of offhand comment, Asks you for the five thousandth time if you want to have children, or why don't you have children, or (laughs) when are you going to settle down, or uh, when are you going to get a real job, whatever that whatever that looks like for you. We all get these comments in various forums from various people in our lives for various types of choices. So just remind yourself that when those people are asking you those questions. It's far more reflection of them and their own insecurities than it is on you. And you need to do what is best for you and to make the choices that feel true to you and feel true to what you, the the life that you ultimately want to live and the values that you hold dear. So I hope that this gives you a little bit of push to become a little bit more unfiltered and to start making some choices that are a true reflection of how you want to show up in the world. Because there has never been a better time to change that. If you feel like you've been living in in a way that has been very filtered, that has not been very true to yourself, there has never been a better time to shift that. Okay? So don't forget, Speak Your Truth Academy drops May 19th, 2020. <laughs> so go jump on the wait list. I cannot wait. And don't forget too, I go live every single weekday over on Instagram at Emily Goff coach, um, and on Facebook at Emily Goff coaching. Although I've been having some tech issues with Facebook in the last few days. So I missed the Facebook ones at the same time as, as the Instagram ones for a couple of days there, but I think I've sorted out. <laughs> so technical issues are, are ironed out now, as far as I know. So I will be showing up, uh, at the same time, Facebook and Instagram. So if you're on Facebook more often, I'll be over there as well. Okay. So make sure to jump over there and don't forget to check out some of the incredible episodes that I've had, uh, the last few weeks and that I have coming up as well. There's some really great ones. Um, a particular favorite of mine was, uh, my friend, Dr. Jade Tita, who was on the podcast this past Tuesday, talking all about online business and purpose, um, using pain for growth. This is the second time he's come on the podcast. He's a really great friend of mine and, um, his, his episodes always just do so, so well. For a great reason because he's just an incredible teacher and I can't wait for you to go check out that episode so all the things and uh please share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it and who maybe needs a little bit of a push as well okay thanks so much guys talk to you Tuesday thank you so much for listening to the podcast today I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes, and I'm looking forward to growing with you.